What was that, Brittany? Say that again. Yeah, can you repeat? Oh, that? I think this person with severe Down syndrome named Eddie Luna oh is saying uh, Gemma's name wrong. It's all right. It's a it's it's a normal occurrence. I'm I'm quite used to it. Uh, I had yeah. It's fine. Don't take that from him, Gemma. No, it's no. It's like <laughs> I've been ever since uh, when I first got to the U.S. Like that. That became like a, a normal. Yeah, you thing, had so to deal happened. with ignorant fucking Americans like Eddie. <laughs> This fucking dickhole over here. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be great for our Patreon exclusive. Oh my god! All right, uh, y'all have a bit because I have a bit. I don't have a bit about a bit at the start of the episodes. Do we? Yeah. No. Oh, you all oh, do. It's been a while we do. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's fine. All right. Uh, okay. So before we start, I think uh, I think it's important that we uh, that we establish two things. To think about of this review. Uh, one, uh, I wanna, I wanna like give a, give a, uh, what would you call it? Uh, Eddie did something for me, and I wanna, I wanna repay the favor, which is uh, when, when are, are uh, we going into gay sex? Oh, exclusively. Uh, you know, we're gonna do what this movie didn't, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have not no. consented to any of this. Jesus. Okay. No. Okay. So when when Eddie called me and said, "Hey, let's do an episode about the Oscars," I said, "Absolutely, let's do it." But I don't want to touch the Will Smith thing, like at all. And Are you talking like, about oh. like the the unedited tapes where Eddie's dropping all these end bombs? That's the one. And, yeah. Yeah. And I I couldn't believe it. I had to. I had to <laughs> it's been a minute. He's just getting them all out now. He's just yeah. getting them all out now. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So Eddie did me the favor of like, yeah, that's fine. Let's let's not touch that. And I was like, thank you. So for this one, I have very strong feelings against Jacob Rowling. I don't like her at all. I hate that she's a turf and I hate that she's a transphobe. So I'm going to decide to put those politics aside so that we can discuss this movie uh, exclusively for what the movie is and not what the artists, uh, what their personal lives or like political lives are are. So I feel like it's important to like address that right at the start. I also, when I went to see this movie in theaters, I bought a ticket to Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and sneaked in to see this movie. So this is the lowest grossing movie in the Wizarding World franchise, and I intend to keep it that way. Okay, so how much did it make? Uh, not a lot. It's only at two hundred point seven mil, <laughs> and it cost two hundred mil. Yeah, I, I wish I can. I wish I had the money to be like I only made two hundred something million. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Wait, okay. uh, but yeah, so I, I feel like it's important to address that right at the start. So I will be exclusively judging this movie as a movie. Uh, and now getting into that, I have to address one other thing. And that is this book that I have right here. So this is Stephen King's It. As you can see from the cover, this is Stephen King's It. Right? Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too is good it? with words. But no. Is this Stephen King's It? Or not? No, it is not. Jesus Christ, you are correct. This is not Stephen King's it. And much like this book, this movie, ain't it. Huh? Boo! Wow. Boo. If this was WWE, you'd get booed off the fucking stage. Oh, wow. You've heard WWE yeah. put up with fucking anything. And right it now. doesn't even well, take much to entertain those nerds. Wow, I was really proud of that when I came up with it two hours ago. <laughs> All right, let's start. <laughs> and then the intro, fucking. <clears throat> you might want to introduce us on this one. This is this is a bit of a thing. 
All right. This is a Harry Potter. He's going to call us out. <clears throat> Thank you for welcoming us on your headphones. I am Eddie. I'm Chema. And this is your ever-loving Fernando. You know, like the absentee father that's never around. And this is the rollback. Should remind you of a lot of your childhood, Eddie. My dad was around. My dad loved me. Fuck you. Sure he was. Fantastic <laughs> Beast, the secrets of Dumbledore in an effort to thwart Grindelwald's plans of raising pure blood wizards to rule over all non-magical beings. Albus Dumbledore enlists his former student, Newt Scamander, who agrees to help though he's unaware of the dangers that lie ahead. Lines are drawn as love and loyalty are tested, even among the truest friends and family in an increasingly divided wizarding world. So that is the synopsis that was way more exciting than the actual movie was. So this is the third Fantastic Beasts movie, once again directed by David Yates. And we see uh, we see an interesting return, which is, uh, uh, what's this fucker's name? Uh, Mad McKipps? No, Steve Klobes. Steve Klobes, who was the writer for, I think, eight, no, eight, like six, like six out of the seven Harry Potter movies. Uh, he came in to co-write the movie with J.K. Rowling, which is his first time doing it with the Fantastic Beast series. So we thought that would inject some of the Harry Potter magic back into the, the movie. Um, we're going to discuss how that went. So. Eddie, I know you've been you big fan. You grew up with Harry Potter. I also grew up with Harry Potter, but not to the level that you did. He actually had yeah. sex with a Harry Potter lookalike. If you don't believe it, oh my god! See, he's what? only half lie. Don't worry about it, Shama. Don't fucking worry about it. Um, I try not to. I try not to worry about the sexual habits of of you know people that I know, uh, unless it's dangerous to their health. Jesus, but okay, I don't yeah. think a wand in your ass is very healthy. God damn it. Is this going to be the whole fucking episode? Jesus. Two hours of this shit. <laughs> oh, God, can we not? Two <laughs> hours of release the. <laughs> it's been a minute. Oh, God. I can say what. I, I mean, I already. I know, Eddie. We've, got, we've known each other since we were kids. I know he liked it, but I don't know if he's able to admit the flaws. Oh, no. I'll go. I'll t- uh, you mean with Harry Potter or like in general? Uh, no, just with this movie. Oh, no, no, this movie definitely has flaws. It's an improvement on the first one. I mean, on the second one, I'm sorry. Look, uh, see, I like the second one. I like the second one more than this one. Really? What the fuck? What? Like, what did you like about it? Uh, the fact that Johnny Depp actually has some range as an actor opposed to this fucking bore of a Grindelwald. See, I actually like this Grindelwald. Okay, they're two different versions of the same character. Like Grindelwald, has we don't need been... two different versions. We need an eccentric politician. <laughs> but no, but no, okay. So, so in an interview, uh, McKips. Wait, real quick. I'm gonna get this out of here. Fuck J.K. Rowling, and we're moving <laughs> forward. Um, real quick, so Mad- Mads uh, actually did an interview when they said, like, you know, how are you gonna perform this character that Johnny Depp already did? He said straight up. Look, man, I can't do what he does. He's his own thing. So I'm going to do my version of this character. It's like the difference between a Robert Pattinson Batman, a Michael Keaton Batman, or a Christian Bale Batman. My take of this particular, you know, being. So that's what he did. And I thought, at the very least, he was menacing. Like, fucking when he has the little deer, the little chili, and then just fucking slices his throat. I had a honestly, dead stare. Like, honestly, I wanted to man. murder that guy. I didn't think he was menacing at all. I felt like anybody could take him in a fucking back alley. He looks so fucking boring. He looked 
But he looks like a conniving like villain though. Like that's what he is. Like there's a reason why he's on the charts. What was conniving about him? His shitty suit? His his no his his uh knowledge of knowing how to manipulate the system to where hey, I'm gonna become the leader. This is how this fucking creature that all you idiots like dangle forth as like, oh, I'm gonna find one, I'm gonna necromancer the shit out of it. It's gonna pick me, and you fuckers are gonna be too stupid to notice that I'm necromancing this thing, and I'm gonna become the leader of the world with, with like, the thing I'm gonna is manipulate that he yeah, he did that. Cool. But his overall demeanor doesn't scream scary. Uh he has the range of a fucking board. When it comes to his facial movements, he looks like they fucking injected him with paralytics in his face so that he can never move. The guy has no range. The best that he can do is generic Bond villain. Okay. Which he has played in the past. Okay, exactly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing okay. First of all, what did you call him? Eddie McKipps? Is it Mad oh, Mc- McKinsey or something like that? Or is- wow, his name is Matt Mickelson, but yeah, yeah Mickelson, okay, McKinsey, whatever the fuck. You Matt, know what? You know no, 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 no. Let's call him Matt Kipps, okay? I, I, I like it, honestly. Here's the thing, okay. While I do agree that you know, well, first of all, it is unfortunate, you know, they had to recast the character with like an, an, another actor. I, and, I, and I will Mc- say the shining point of this movie is Johnny yeah. Depp did get paid his full salary. Oh yeah, didn't sixteen million dollars. Jack shit, Jack squat. Okay, so let me let me preface this. So there's, I can see why people would be against and for uh, Mickelson. First of all, McKeep says a long history of playing villains. We've seen that he can do that very well, even when he's a forgettable villain like in Doctor Strange. Yeah, everyone forgot he was in it. So oh, yeah, exactly. Um, however, I don't think he's a bad person to take on this role. And uh, Eddie, the comparison that, that, that you did, uh, you know, seeing two ca- two actors play play a character in Batman, that works when it's in different series. This is the same series. So, you know, we have to see it more as like, for example, when Julianne Moore replaced uh, What's-Her-Face in the Sons of the Lamb sequel, uh, they're playing uh, the D- same Dolores, ca- D- Darlene? Yeah, so they're playing the same character. So what Julianne Moore did is that she kind of like took on the same like vocal mannerisms and like the way that she walked, the the way that she talked. So you could feel like it's the same character. Here, uh, Johnny Depp's uh, uh, Grindelwald and Nicholson Grindelwald, completely different characters. However, I do think it's for the better because here's the thing. Johnny Depp's uh, Nicholson, it's it's another Voldemort. He's exactly the same. He's loud and eccentric. Sure, fine. Uh, I don't think the character called for it to be loud and eccentric. I think he should have been quiet, conniving, and overall charismatic. I believe that thousands of people would follow Mickelson's Grindelwald. I don't think thousands of people would follow Johnny Depp's Grindelwald because, for example, when we saw when we saw Voldemort in the in the Harry Potter movies, he didn't have a large following. He had a small following of like very dark, very deranged people, very deranged wizards. Here on this one, when you see Mickelson like coming out of the car and people are carrying him with that shitting grin, like you can believe that that is that would be a person that, that that would be a person that a lot of people very stupidly would follow. Okay, and that's why I think Mickelson kind of fits the role better than Depp did. Uh, Depp, you know, he brings in his own maniac energy. 
And, you know, he does it and he does it fine. But to me, this character didn't need to be another Voldemort. He had to be his own thing. And I think it works better when a more um, subdued and kind of like subtle performance is, be- is being played by by Mickelson here. Like you believe that he is like a dark evil genius. Let me make another comparison for you. If Grindelwald, if Depp's Grindelwald was Trump, this is Mike Pence as Grindelwald. Like they're equally evil, but one is louder than the other. Okay. So that's how I felt the change the, the, the cha- to me it felt a little better. Frank, did you want like a more comic book villainy like like loud politician bad guy or for for me, I think uh the whole fact that we already had a taste of Grindelwald of how they're trying to envision him for this universe as in Johnny Depp's uh, Grindelwald, like at the end of the second movie where he's having that huge uh, rally and he's giving his reasons as to why he's doing what he's doing. I'm just like going from that to this fucking dry bitch. uh, I'm just like, it's completely night and day. Like, I'm not fucking crazy here. Like, it is night and day. Going from Johnny Depp's uh, not super eccentric. He's not super eccentric. He gives very calm and very reasonable answers as to why he's doing what he's doing. But he actually gives some sort of a actor's chance of giving some sort of range to the character as opposed to Mags, who fucking does jack shit with this character and completely walks through. You, you didn't think Depp was eccentric? He smoked a bowl out of a skull like that. I'm sorry. Where do you <laughs> smoke your bowls? What? An apple core. <laughs> what the fuck? Get, get on my fucking level. So, uh, yeah, no, like, I, no, I didn't yeah. like the last one. Fair point. I didn't like I, the last I, one. Yeah. I, think, I think Depp was eccentric, but, I mean, isn't uh, Grindelwald basically supposed to be semi sort of a mirror image of a Hitler. Uh, I mean, more Voldemort. Voldemort is more of a no. Voldemort was by force. Voldemort wanted to kill everybody and take control for himself. Hitler did everything through politics. Oh, you mean like as in like like as far as the genocides? Okay, I was thinking like the genocide part of it because that's Um, how he was disguising it. He was disguising it like, oh, they're trying to hold our species down. We've been hiding too long in the shadows for this species that is below us. Hint, it's very hint, much the villain of our time. The Jews. Yeah. I don't know. Can it, does no one pick up on this? Is no, this, it is. It is yeah, pretty transparent. He, he's yeah. supposed to be the wizard Hitler. Yeah. What's called? I don't. Okay. As much as I know about Harry Potter, I'm not as well versed in like the backstory shit, like the hardcore stuff that like. Yeah, oh, Pottermore at like know, 2 a.m. Let me ask you this question because I remember when, like when Harry Potter was coming out, J.K. Rowling didn't really want to have anything to do with like American wizards. Mm-hmm. What made her change her mind that she started including like American wizards in this one? Money, money, oh, ah, money, fickle bitch. It always says, yeah, it's money because um, this is, I think, also one of the very first times that we've seen like, um. And feel free to correct me, but I don't remember Eric completely 100%. A minority Witcher wizard. The in twins like one and of the uh, main characters. Harry Potter. The no, but, twins. no, but one of the main characters. Name them. Oh. Name them. With the exception the black, of maybe the tall Cho black Chang. dude in Gryffindor House? 
Name him. Hey, man. He has a name. I know their names. I know their names. No, but you don't get what I mean, though. Like, the average person is not going to fucking be able to pull their names out. Insert typing noise here. I know their names. His name is Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas. And and their names are Parbati and Patil. Anyway. um, Yeah. So, yeah, there is. Look, you know, I told myself that I didn't want to talk politics on, uh, regarding Jake Rowling's like view on the world. So I want to focus on just, just this movie on how it is. And yeah, there are some things that are introduced here that do work and some things that don't work. Let's talk about the things that are, that are you know, we, we talk about, you know, Matt Mickelson coming in. Let's talk about the things that do uh, remain from the previous two movies, uh, which are new Jacob, um, Queenie, and especially Jude Law as Dumbledore. Um I've grown to really like Jude Law as as, as Dumbledore. Now, it, there are some parts in this movie where you can hear him talk, and I totally believe him. Like, I totally believe that that's a young Michael Gambon or a young Richard Harris, like uh, the two actors who played Dumbledore previously. There's a, there's a nice scene when he's talking to both uh, Scamander brothers, and you kind of see him to the side, and I went like, yeah, that's him. It's kind of like how I felt when I saw Ewan McGregor play a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like, that's young Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is a young uh, Dumbledore. I wish he had more to do because he had bare, he had like dick to do in the in the last movie and then in this one like he has like less and I disagree with that. You disagree, kinda, okay. He was kind of like the uh the Bosley of, of of this one. He kind of puts the team together and is like, all right, you six idiots. He are puts them together and then he leaves. But he well, tells them like you kind of have a, a plan. The best plan is no plan, counterintelligence. It's called the secrets of Dumbledore. What were his secrets? Like he got, he, he told everyone what, what he knew right, right from the get go. He told both Scamander guys. Well, no, not just that. It was also like the fact that he 99% of people don't know what happened to his sister. And he even straight up says like, yeah. I was in love with Grindelwald. We had a duel. Like my, me and my brother was involved and my sister got killed. I don't even know if it was my spell, but she was, she died. I get your pain. Him reaching out like, you know, this, long lost Dumbledore brother who turned out to be really a Dumbledore nephew. Yeah. Like, you know, and all this other stuff, like he had secrets in this. He, he was the Bosley of this film. Like he was the character that had lost a lot of things that had to come out and help bad shit. The only thing though, man, is like, it, look, I don't like saying this. I do think this is accurate though. No. I look, I, I like new commander as a character. I like the actor. Eddie Redmond. Yeah. So do I, I, I but, love new in this fucking movie. Or really? not in this movie, but in this series. But here's the thing. In this film, and tell, you can tell me I'm wrong, but I still think I'm right in this one. It feels like they're stuck with him, not like they wanted to write him. It felt like... No, I he, agree. He, it, like, like, what did he... I'm not saying he wasn't important. I'm saying, though, is like it felt like they were tr- they were going a different direction. But they're like, ah, fuck, this is our Harry for the next like three movies. Like, we, we have to make him do something. Uh, is, is there an official count on how many movies they're making? Five. Five. But oh, the next two are dependent on how this one performs. And so far, this it's not is just good. here's the thing this is not a Fantastic Beast movies anymore. Like nope. the first one was, this is not a Fantastic Beast movie any, any, anymore. And, and like you can see the title getting smaller. Like remember when it was like Fantastic Beast and where to find them? Now it's Fantastic Beast, the crimes of Grindelwald, the secrets of Dumbledore. Like that's not what these movies are about. And I, I would watch five movies of Newt Scamander just like, you know, finding rare magic animals. Like, I, 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 I fucks with that shit. But this is just, the scenes where, he's, where he is, uh, where he's present are great because he's so, he's so good. His character is so empathetic. I love 
how like weirdly he's like the protagonist, but he doesn't feel like a protagonist. He is like an, a really weird uh, hero. And I, I think we need more characters like that. Uh, he is like, he's a very empathetic character. I, I want to see him with the animals. I want to see him uh, with Tina and with, and with, uh, with Queenie and with Jacob. Like, I want to see that story. I don't care about the politics. I don't care about the uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald. I don't care about them. And this movie didn't, didn't make me care about them. Like they're the focus, but it's called fantastic beast. Where are the fantastic beasts? Like, that's what I want to see. Like, see, I, I understand where Camo's coming from. I agree with it. I think they originally started writing these movies uh, originally as a prequel to Harry Potter, the whole Grindelwald series. And they were just like, well, what can we draw them in with? And then I don't know why the fuck they chose Fantastic Beasts, yeah. but that's what they stuck with. And then now all of a sudden they're kind of shoehorned into keeping this story and these characters, which honestly kind of have nothing to do with the whole fucking story at all anymore. Yeah. Like it's not their story and they're good characters. Do stories with them. Yeah. Like, like New is a solid character. I agree. I yeah. think he deserves his own three film franchise. Yeah. But for some fucking reason, they decided to make this Dumbledore movie and pretty much they I'm pretty sure I think it's self-evident that they knew that they were going to make Dumbledore uh, and Grindelwald the priority in these movies. Does it bug me at all? Anyone else? The way that Newt's kind of presented, it feels like he doesn't have a lot of agency. He doesn't. He just cares about his animals. Every movie. I no, think he's just like, shy. <laughs> but like even the scene where the girl like takes away his luggage and like starts to burn it, he doesn't like like oh yeah, he doesn't like, do shit. Like, ah, or something. Like, like, like react, man. Like he's just like, no. Like, yeah. Like, no, like I'm sorry. Even the, the weakest person of your team would react and like at the very least do something, resist some form of physical resistance. Even if we know yeah. it's not gonna do shit, fine, I'll take it. But like, do something like Akio won and try to duel her, but then she overwhelms him or something. But yeah, no. or maybe he just knew that that wasn't his luggage or something. Oh, like, the, the face, his facial expression told me it was, and he legit thought yeah. they had lost until his assistant pops up and is just like, "Told you, Newt." Yeah, which or or how his brother, I don't like the assistant, <laughs> or how like his brother that. just kind of got over his fiance, you know, dying. Forgot about that. Yeah, completely he's forgot. Just, he's kind of yeah. like, eh, what's another one? Might as well jump back into the pool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he has yeah. like no feet. There was like hardly ever mention of her in the entire movie. Lita was Little Strange was not mentioned at all. She was like, mentioned once when the when Grindelwald wiped the brothers' memories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. I forgot about that. Which I'm like. So did he really wipe his memories like just to be for a the spy mission for Dumbledore? Yeah. Like, no, wow. like, like, like was, was Warner brothers just like, just like, uh, just forget she was in this movie. Like, uh, I feel like this movie was so afraid of the previous movie that they were like, uh, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't backtrack. We, we have to like do, do everything we can to like, make sure that like, imagine that the last one didn't happen. I, I think they're oh, ashamed of it for fucking sure. They yeah. have to be like that because people are like uh, right now. I think it's fair to say that Johnny Depp has a huge following right now. 
and I'm pretty sure the majority of it, well, not all of it, the majority of it is it's bullshit what happened to him. It's not fair. And you have this chick coming out in Aquaman 2 when, in reality, their relationship, both of them fucking suck. They're shitty, uh, gorgeous people who got in a shitty relationship. And he looks like he fucking, he looks like how he dresses, like how he wears scarves to shower and bracelets everywhere. They, they're just shitty people in general, and he's paying the price, and she isn't. Okay, but what does that have to do with the previous movie? Oh, they, they because we came from this eccentric Grindelwald to this fucking dry bitch, and now they're like, don't think about the second movie. I don't know. I feel like it goes beyond that. I, I feel like the, the second movie, I know you like it, but... Th- I think a lot of the things that happened in that second movie were bad. Like they, they made, they made no sense. And this movie's trying to fix those issues. Like the, the last movie ended with a cliffhanger tell, telling us that this Credence character is like a long lost Bo- uh, D- Dumbledore brother. And then th- this movie starts and it's like, Oh no, you're actually like a nephew. Like it, forget that that was a cliffhanger. There was a lot that's of what they correction le- in this film. That's what they left us for four years. I forgot the last movie came out in 2018. Like, it's- uh, it's basically like, the the Harry Potter version of the Return of Skywalker or the Rise of yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, they're just they're just like ah, never mind that. Like you know, it's, it's like oh, they're, the they're way, left the, us sitting that with full, for. Four I'm surprised years. they didn't just say, "Oh, by the way, Voldemort uh, is born and he is a side character in this movie." He, like, he I, might. I really do wonder where they're gonna go with this movie. Or I don't think movies. there's gonna be another one. I uh, the way the box office is going, there might not be. I mean, fuck, yeah. I can tell you right now, like they said in the, the films, their big final battle takes place in 1945. Uh, That's when uh, not Hitler, uh, Voldemort was born. No, is, uh, mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter mythos, isn't he born like around 1940s? I know that. Yeah, some some witch uses a love spell to. Yeah, I saw the whole. Me shit. and my girlfriend watched that whole video on YouTube of like the backstory of Voldemort. Yeah. And um, yeah, I know the story. It's like yeah, sometime in nineteen forties, but um, but no, I, fuck man, I don't I don't know. They, this film felt like they had they tried to do a lot of course correction, and I don't think all of it was for the best. Like nah. they they were like Queenie wasn't able Queenie wasn't able he, she gets back with Jacob oh, yeah. at the very end. They get the very yeah. end they're like. Ah, she wasn't evil. She's good again. So adorable. Which, by the way, why why did she start following Grindelwald in the first place? She can read minds. She knows that he's evil, and and, and, and even if she doesn't see it, if she doesn't see the red flag, she can read his mind. Because he preached like the whole like uh, you shouldn't be ashamed of who you are kind of thing. Like if you can read minds, why are you so like ashamed of it? And to be fair. If he was saying that, I guarantee you, he believes it. And if she was reading his mind, she would just be hearing the same thing. Because Grindelwald is the type of person to believe in the horse shit that he says. Like Hitler. What's yeah, called? Not, a, not, not the worst comparison. I want to uh, talk about... Uh, what, wait, do you want to say something? Go for it. Uh, I was going to say, uh, there's a character that has like a large absence in this movie, and that is uh, Catherine Waterston, who plays uh, Tina. 
uh, who was oh, his clone. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Is, is it just me <laughs> she, or does she, she does look, look fucking like weird at the end? No, no her hair is just different. Her hair is just different. She looked, she looked alien skinny like the aliens from Camino. Stop covering your mouth. So, Tina, wait, okay, wait. So, Tina, <laughs> it bugged the shit out of me that she wasn't. Oh, we got 10 minutes left. <clears throat> it bugged the shit out of me again? that Tina. I, yeah, again, fuck. Weird. But it yeah. bugged the shit out of me, though, that Tina wasn't more involved in this film. Even if the actress wasn't available, like to do too much, they should yeah. have included her at the very end with like the real suitcase. Like, see, Newt, you can't know everything. Like, oh, yeah. that, it was right Something. there. Right there. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that so was cute. pretty generic because I mean she pulled that shit earlier. She was holding the fucking briefcase the entire movie. No, oh, it's just the like assistant. yeah. The so it's just yeah. like oh, so there was no like this could have been their perfect moment to like introduce someone and be like oh what the fuck this person's in this movie McGonagall. Yeah. Well, she did pop out for like a a second. Yeah, yeah but like imagine but, like, McGonagall. Like, yeah. like, no, they I'm could have easily done you. that shit to like, oh, like what the? F- she's in this movie, but no, they just played it safe and like give it to the fucking assistant who's obviously in love with Newt. Yeah, right, you don't give a fuck back. Well, yeah, yeah. What happened? That's what happened when you're a TA. You just have dreams and then you don't fulfill them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you, is there okay. something you want to say? Don't no, that camera. No. Uh, ah, God damn it, Eddie. You have me doing that bullshit. There you go. Okay. Uh, so so, that, so there was that. Now, the main reason why I'm upset that uh, that she's not in l- l- longer in the movie is because both in the DS with Newt are some of the sweetest scenes in this, in this whole franchise. That scene in the first one when they're saying goodbye to each other, I almost shed a tear every time I see it. I think it's really like sweet. I think it's kind of romantic how they're both like a little shy, but they're both obviously have feelings for each other. When they're both saying goodbye and he she, he can't even look at her in the eyes. Uh, I, I, I love it. I melt for that scene. And then in the second one, we have this scene where like they kind of face each other and she has read th- this thing where she thought that he was going to get married to Little Lestrange and she calls him out and he goes like, no, it was a mistake. Like they, they just wrote it wrong because it's my brother who's marrying her. And then there's like a quiet moment and then he, he wants to compliment her and the only thing he can come up with is like it's a salamander <laughs> and oh, he goes god. yeah and it's like god damn it they're so dorky i love them and then uh the, at the end of this movie we see yeah. the reunite for the wedding i know i i i eat that shit up okay and uh and then the movie ends and like we see them again for like a second and i thought okay at least give me one cute scene with the two of them just just give me that and then they get interrupted and it's like god damn it this movie can't even do that right oh god yeah. um yeah, so that that's why I'm upset that she wasn't in the movie more. Because like she, I like her. I think she's a cool character, and I wanted to see her with Newt throughout the movie. Instead, we have uh, we have Kowalski back, we have Queenie back, we have Dumbledore back, and we are introduced uh, not not introduced, but like reintroduced to this uh, this other. Allow teacher, me to uh, reintroduce myself. That's the one, uh, Professor Lolly Hicks, played by played by Jessica Williams, who uh, I liked her. I, I I liked her character. Which I one was Lolly Hicks? Uh, she was the other professor that like uh, is, is American them. one. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, oh, is, is she? Yeah, she's the American yeah. one. The the one yeah. that's like really great at charms. That, that's the one. Yeah, she she she. Oh, the I black liked chick. Her. 
Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, she's the only uh, black chick in this movie, if I recall. I mean, right? Yeah. No, no, yeah. you're 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 right. But but like, yeah. Uh, so she shows up, and I think she's cool as hell, man. Like she shows up, she she got like the transatlantic accent going on. She got like uh, I she, thought she, she was she, a wonderful addition to this movie. Absolutely, and her scenes with Jacob Kowalski are super funny. Like uh, like genuinely. Yeah, uh, I, I thought their chemistry was like probably the one that worked better in the movie. Um, so yeah, I, I I liked her. I would if she. Speaking of Jacob Kowalski, I have a question: Why was he given a one if he didn't do shit? Oh yeah, it, I think it, they it were just some like, minor stuff. Like, it was like, like preloaded with some magic. Honestly, it was like giving a kid a firearm and just being like, "Go out there and cause some chaos." <laughs> hey, he didn't do anything was, with it. That was yes. Remember at the at the place, he looked like he was trying to assassinate what's his face. He caused yeah. the the weather. Like he did some shit. I like she did, did it. Did no, she? Yeah, she did it was him. It was her. She did that to save his ass. Wasn't yeah, he, like, he trying to the, pull the storm with him or something like that? No, no he, he raised the wand, but she cast he, a spell. She yeah. cast a spell using his wand. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go then. Yeah, but like. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And then, and then at the end, he goes up to Dumbledore and he's like, "Can I keep this?" And he's like, "Like, sure, whatever." Like, <laughs> I think I mean, he took out all empty. the magic from that wand. Probably, <laughs> it's probably on empty at this point. It's like, dude, yeah. I, only, I only had like three charges in there. You're fine. Take I think he was like, "Let me take that out of there. I don't yeah. want this guy to fucking kill himself." Because <laughs> they mentioned they mentioned that it doesn't have a core. So, but but they were like, "Here, just just have this. Like, go at it, kid." You know. Yeah, but, I mean the fact that it does have a core means like it's very limited. Like Dumbledore was probably like, eh, "I'm the most powerful wizard in history. I can load you up with like three charges." Here you go, kid. Have fun. Yeah, but it, yeah, they didn't do anything with it. It was just there. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we talk about something this movie does great that Harry Potter rarely ever did? That I, if I remember correctly, the other Fantastic Beasts sort of did somewhat. What? Go for it. Cool duels. Hmm. I mean, the first Harry Potter, uh, the first eight films had very few, like very few real, like great fights. The best one is probably the one between Dumbledore and Voldemort at the Ministry of Magic when they're using the actual elements around them to fight. Now, supposedly, we're going to get a really great matchup between Grindelwald and Dumbledore in the last film of the series. Like that's going to be like the fucking duel. I'm really looking forward to that. I hope they're choreographing that right the fuck now. Yeah. Well, they could duel now. You know, we we saw that they, they couldn't throw out the movie because of this blood pack that they had done. Yeah. Uh, but they can now, which is, you know, a thing that they introduced and then immediately like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Did um, anyone else think it was stupid on how like just the mere thought of him like fighting Grindelwald activated that thing to fucking kill him? No, I think it made sense. I, I think cool. uh, I thought it was I think, a little cheesy. Yeah, but, but I I like I like cheese, <laughs> so so like it wor- it works for me. Uh, no, I can uh, I I can I think it shows how strong it was. The fact that Dumbledore is such a strong wizard, and they made it so that it would be hard for him. Like it, it was painful to him. Um, so I like that it's both like emotionally and physically manipulative. That thing. So to me, it worked. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. It, it kind of also did bug me just a little bit. Did you all notice how CGI the castle was? Like, yes, yeah, I know yeah. there's not an actual Hogwarts castle, 
But like during the Harry Potter series, they had physical sets that they could at least walk on, and they would just kept reusing them. In I mean, it's film, kind of the same deal with the Hobbit trilogy. But like, like it was it was mostly all CGI as opposed to Lord of the Rings, where it was more practical effects and built. But I sets. wish they had done that though. Like yeah, I wish sure. I wish they had gone back and been like, "Hey, we have these old sets," or the radius. Fucking, there's a theme park, you know. There's a fucking theme park in Universal that you could probably shut that shit down for like a couple days. Film right there. Like you don't need to overly CGI. Like it was to a point where it was distracting. Like yeah, movie, I get you. This movie was two hundred million dollars. You couldn't build a set. Like just keep using the same fucking set too. Just use the same. Sixteen of that million was going straight to Johnny Depp's pocket. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, but no, but here's the thing. Uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that like just was established, and then they just backtrack on it. And I just I understand that it's for nostalgia. I understand that they do that. Here's the two things that I think need to go if you want this to like at least look better or work better. Jake Rowling needs needs to stop writing these scripts. It needs to go to someone else, and David Yates needs to stop directing these movies. Okay, good for him. He's getting a, he's getting a job. Good for him. But all these movies look like gray mush all together, and they all look like the same. He directed the last four Harry Potter movies, and they all look the same. Like if you want this, it, someone else shouldn't I, come in to direct these. To the just, just, is, so the movies look different because they I all think, look the same. But I yeah. think the thing is that they want consistency. Like they want David Yates because it's like okay, at the very least they have a consistent tone. Marvel yeah. has proven though that the consi- same consistent tone isn't always a good thing necessarily. But yeah. like that's what Warner Brothers wants, and if and as we all know, Warner Brothers is great at forward planning multiverses, right, guys? Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, the best. here's the here's here's the thing. If David Gates to me is a sock puppet for J.K. Rowling, like just like okay, uh, I control you, you do this, so it, it has to look like this. Give someone else the reins, okay? Well, J.K. Rowling a producer. Is, J.K. But Rowling that, is no Kevin Feige, okay? But that would also require that J.K. Rowling uh, knows how to... She might be good at writing a storybook, but there's yeah. a big difference between writing a screenplay, like visual shit that you're... So okay, I was so fucking I... saying... Oh, shit. Yeah. As I was saying, just writing is very different when you're going to write a book versus a script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, is why the, which is why The Cursed Child is terrible. Uh, and is I stand it? by that. It was, it was a story that was written. Let me let me let me make you a comparison. Yeah, they made that thing. I, I remember. Okay, so here's the thing, and this is gonna get you all on my uh, on on my field. But that screenplay has Jake Rowling and two other co-writers. One of them is Jack Thorne. He also co-wrote a little movie called The Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, not the best guy to team up with. Was so, The Rise of Skywalker not a beloved movie? Um, I mean, I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm messing with you. Wasn't, no, I, wait, wasn't the I, last I, Jedi I, the one that was hated? Both. I I think it's a little not off-putting. Um, a, I don't think it's a good recipe to have a the author as the executive producer. Um, mostly because things don't always translate from book to movie. And yeah. you can wholeheartedly see that in a lot of movies that try to do straight by the book. Yeah. To me, movies need to be adaptations with a director with a vision on how the adaptation is going to be. There are two problems here. One, there is not a Fantastic Beast book. There is a book, but it's not a story. It's just a book. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's nothing to base this on. So all we have is this screenplay that J.K. Rowling wrote by herself. And then, and then uh, this other writer sat in and like adapted it into another screenplay, which is why if you see the credits of this movie, it says screenplay by J.K. Rowling and this other guy based on a screenplay by J.K. Rowling, which is an adaptation of an adaptation of an adaptation of a sequel of a third movie. And it's so hard to do if you don't know how to write a screenplay, which is, which is what Joanne has proven years and years. So no, uh, to me, this is, this is not a good movie. It's not a good product. Uh, I didn't like the second one. The first one, I think it's good in retrospective. If you've seen the second and third one. And even then I think it's good as a contained story. Like the way it ended was fine. Um, Yeah. So there's, there's so much here. There's so much here that just straight up doesn't work. And I don't know. It, it is kind of pooping on the legacy of like these, this world that, you know, we all grew up with. So yeah, it's not good. It's not good, man. You know, I, I wish that they would stop like uh, bellowing around with the, with the said Harry Potter universe. Like we know for not a single fucking moment do any of us think that like Vol- like Dumbledore is going to die or anything like that. We all know. We know how the story ends. What? Like we all know how the story is going to end. What I wish they would do is give us other stories in the wizarding world that we don't know about. Yeah. Like like again, like give me like a Quidditch team in like the early 1920s that like makes on their un- drug problems and their rampant sex parties. Yes, and they make it remarkable. Watch that, yeah. Like a cocaine fueled run to the Quidditch World Cup where they win or something. Like fucking give me like a World War II uh, a spy. They do a line of blow, and he's like, "I need to change. I need to chase the golden snitch. I need to chase it." uh, Look, look, we're we're spitballing, but that's not a bad idea. Like I would watch that. Like you know, it's whoa. J.K. Rowling went dark for a minute. Yeah, I mean. I would watch that like straight up, like, you know, you know, uh, if, if we had like a Mandalorian kind show of like a story that has nothing to do with the main story of like Harry Potter, just set in the wizarding world. Sure. Why the fuck not? There's, there's your idea. Like, and you don't need, and if, if, if anything, it has been proven that you don't need uh, Easter eggs. You don't need uh, to keep referencing what, what already exists. Like it's, it's just, just let it exist. Or you know what? Don't, don't do anything. Let the legacy of this thing just exist. But yeah. if you're going to, I feel like if you, if you are so obsessed with doing something of doing another movie, of doing another series, five series of movies, do them well. Put some yeah. damn effort because there's nothing here. The good ideas get trampled by all the bad ones. Ah, this ain't it, man. Fuck. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, what do y'all, do y'all think uh, Ezra Miller is going to be coming back if they do make a second one? A uh, thir- uh, fucking fourth one. No idea what the no. future is for Ezra Miller. I think it'll be a smash hit. to be... They've been proving to be a quite dangerous individual. Uh, I I think they're going to start to shoot around the flash without them. He, so, he might get booted yeah, out of two WB them. franchises. I yeah. honestly think that Ezra Miller, uh, he's just going to die off screen. Like they're going to like the beginning of the next one is going to be at his funeral. Like, you know, and oh, yeah, gonna be controlling his- he was going to live at the end of the third one. No, he died. 
Didn't the right character die at the yeah he yeah the character exploded at the end of the first one and then the Fell second one starts the and stairs it's like, blew up yeah. lots of fireworks it was very interesting yeah it's like a fourth of July and <laughs> yeah I uh, have no idea what the future is honestly I don't know if Jake Rowling is gonna still still be working after like the next year 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 and a half. Uh, I think it it all sadly it all falls on this movie's shoulders. It falls on that video game that's gonna come out, the Hogwarts Legacy thingy. That one actually looked uh, pretty sick, though. I actually, uh, I think. Hey, uh, Dito, you want to go half and half? Down. When the fuck does it come out, though? I don't know. It's supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Uh, whenever it does come out, I am fucking down for that. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be. I, I I think it's it's gonna fall on those on those two shoulders. Um, but I don't know. I'm fully confident though, though, that this uh some fresh air into the franchise. I think though, so the big thing was that uh this ne- the next series of films that really did depend on whether or not this film did well. I think though now, now that I'm thinking about it more and more, WB with HBO Max, they're raking in now over billion dollars a month. Like every I'm month. I'm contributing, I'm contributing. As am I, but yeah. I think because they're raking in so much more money now, I think they're not as scared to to take. I, I'm contributing, quote unquote, wink. <laughs> yeah, called, uh, but no, I mean they're making up so much money now at this point that I I don't see any reason why they wouldn't continue on. If for no other reason, give them 150 million dollars straight to HBO Max, HBO Max exclusive, because that's how they that's how they built their subscriber base in the first place. Now you're probably the only. Su- Sorry, go ahead, Fernie. I think if anything, movie is going to be the end all be all because if this one is the low point, they're going to probably be like, "This next one has to fucking hit, or we're fucking scrapping." Because yeah. I think it made what it made its budget back. It barely yeah, made its budget back. Barely, so, I mean, that, yeah. the so thing is, the budget that's not a huge consider- loss, but like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they do go on with the fourth one, it's going to be, hey, you either fucking make it or you don't. If you don't, this whole thing is going to get scrapped. That's it. Well, the good thing is, hopefully with the WB merger, they're going to get a lot more of a tighter control over their big franchises. WB merger? They are are branching off from AT&T, right? Yeah, they're merging with Discovery. Yeah. So with that, it's the equivalent, not as big, but it's the equivalent of like the Disney-Fox merger where Disney kind of got Fox under control. Now it's like, okay, with this big merger, we need to get the big properties under control. And what are the two biggest properties that WB has by far? DC and Harry Potter. Yeah. They're going to get them under control. But like, I, it would have fit them to have a Kevin Feige character for DC. And I'd say probably even a Kevin Feige character, just someone to make sure the movies are consistent with the Harry Potter universe. We're getting pretty meta here, but fuck, man. I, I mean, if the quality of the films only improve from here, I'm fine with it. It's just, uh, it's tough to find that Kevin Feige character. I mean, it's starting to prove like that was like a fucking diamond in the rough. Let yeah. me do it. I'll fucking do it. I know how to fucking do this because I'm one of the goddamn fans. Eddie, you're yeah. too controversial. No, oh, God, I'm not controversial They don't need enough. you, man. You're too controversial, man. Jesus. Your ideas are too wild, man. Jesus. God, what? Why can't we just have like like a film series that like is just continuously straightforward and we have it planned out from the very fucking beginning, you know? And we have actors and we have them on moral contracts that way they know if that they fuck up they won't get paid. Money, money. Slap Asia Miller a bunch of times saying either this or nothing. 
Yeah. They're too busy thinking of the now, fattening their pockets now, as opposed to fattening them up when they're successful. Yeah. I want yeah. long-term money. God damn it. WB, they don't. They want money now. If you want to like kill the mouse, person. you need to think long-term. If you want to kill the mouse, you got to think long-term. Ho ho! You can't kill your... me! Not even the Jews could kill me! Ho ho! Oh, this shit. is your... This is your reminder that if you have HBO Max, you should be watching Our Flag Means Death, the pirate, the pirate show that is surprisingly wholesome from the mind of Taika Waititi. No, fuck that show. Go watch the Batman that just came out. I just watched it for the third fucking time. It still fuck holds up. Both those shows. Watch that fucking uh, New Zealand police show that Taika Waititi made. Uh, the Reservoir Dogs? No, it's it's based off the fucking cops that came out in uh, the vampire movie. The ones that go uh, into oh, the basement. Yeah. He oh, made yeah. A, he made a completely fucking show out of those. Made another spinoff out of What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah. And it's Where's hilarious. my fucking werewolf show? That's it's, what I want to see. It's hilarious. Oh, died God. laughing. Okay. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into that. Uh, it's called... <clears throat> what was it called? It's called Wellington Paranormal. Yes. Okay. okay oh, I yeah. love that I'll watch, show. I'll watch that. If you don't die okay. laughing watching the first episode, I'll kill Eddie. I'll do it. I've always <laughs> planned on doing it, but if you don't like it, I'll do it for real. Look, Eddie hasn't even seen what we do in the shadows. So what? That's, that's already, dude. It's so good. It's like stupidly fun. good. Is it like, a movie or is there a show? I hate. It's I hate a movie. It's a piece right now. It's a movie, and then there's a spinoff show, and the characters in the movie show up in the show, and it's 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 shared. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I think it's one of the funniest comedies of like the new millennium. Like, uh, amazing. Like, it's, like, yeah. Honestly, y'all talk about it. I'm gonna go take a quick piss. It's, it's better so than the office when it comes to like satire documentary time. Yeah, and I love the office. Yeah, I can love the office, but yeah, if. If it was these characters, because I tried watching the show, it was all right. The show's all right, yeah. These characters were hilarious. Peter, love Peter. (laughs) Rest in peace. Rest in Uh, peace. Rest in peace, Peter. Uh, No, I I rewatched that opening. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on this movie. Um, I thought it was uh, really. It's unfocused. It's jambled. It's not very fun. I think the parts that do work are being put to the side and I don't think it ends up being a really entertaining product. If they do another one, I will be shocked. And to me, this is a 1.5 out of 10. Jesus. Oh, uh, damn. Chaman, tell us how you really feel for any. Uh, yeah, man. To be honest, Johnny Depp left to not too good, but his own uh, impression on this movie for me to go from that and then recognize this fucking dill hole as Grindelwald. This movie was a too long. B you change the villain from actually a halfway decent villain and C you completely lost your voice doing this movie. I give it like a five and that's me being generous. Fair. Jesus. Am I the one that liked this one the most? And that's because I'm still kind of a critic of it. Um, you can't even admit DC movies suck. Hey, I'm getting better at it. Fuck you. Uh, but no, as far as this film is concerned, look, it was it the best one in the series. God, no, but it's an improvement on the second one. And I'll take that. Um, I like the direction they're going to 
do I think they missed a lot of opportunities? Hell yes, but I'm I hope they keep going. If this is to me a big improvement of the second one. So if they improve even more on the fourth one, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. Like I want these films to get better. I want more films. I want more from the Harry Potter universe. Just can we please have them be good ones? Like please. Fucking my grade is I'll give it a C plus. It's not going to be in All my right. top 10 list. For what it's worth, it's not going to be in my top 10 list next uh, at the end of this year. <sighs> well, that, yeah, disappointing, but unexpected. Yep. It was kind of going on this direction. Well, kind of sad that week by week, I've been disappointed by both Morbius and now this. Two franchises that don't. Oh, God, it's bad. There is uh, so hopefully whatever comes out next is good. I will uh, I will encourage everyone to watch the original movies that are coming out in the in in, in this few weeks. Uh, there's a lot of original IPs coming out. The Northman came out. Uh, uh, the, that that crazy Nicholas Cage movie where he plays himself is coming out. Support I hear that movies. one's actually pretty funny. Yeah, support those movies. They're original IPs. They they deserve our attention and our money. So yeah, go ahead and, and do that if you if you take something from this. That's what I would suggest. Does so the Northman have old naked people at the end again? Uh, no, but it's got it's got naked uh, Anya Taylor Joy. If that if that works for you, um, what you're telling me? An A twenty four movie doesn't have naked old people at the end? Now I know you're <laughs> tripping. This is not an A twenty four movie. This is oh, it's not. Movie. I thought it was it's not. It's just it, it, it like is it Robert. Though. Yeah, right? because it's Robert Eggers who directed The Witch and The Lighthouse, so he kind of took that style and kind of like is taking it with a big studio. I he made took the same his talents to South Beach. Yeah, I I, I also thought it was going to be an A twenty four, but no, it's just uh, it's like a good marriage between an A twenty four and a big studio movie. It's a good point in the middle. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's what I that's what I, I I encourage everyone to do. Of course, your time is your own and your money is your own, but you know, yeah. So yeah, so that Dito that heard the- all of that and he's like, "I'm gonna go see Batman again." Man, it's not the same as watching it at home. It's just it's not. I, don't, I fuck. I'd watch it in a theater a fourth fucking time if I could. Well, you can. It's still in theaters. Yeah, but it's not on, like the biggest screens. Oh my God, you're such a whiny girl about this. <laughs> uh, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. And wow. fucking no, scene. No, let's cut it. Wow, what happened to you, Fernie? Yeah, you fucking scroll. Hey, man, it's been a while. These kids drained me. <laughs>